Hello, listeners. I want to share an amazing resource with you. It's called Hello Divorce. Founded by a lawyer and certified family law specialist, Hello Divorce can help you no matter where you are in your divorce process. So whether you're just getting started or if you're near the end but have stalled out and need help to get over the finish line, Hello Divorce can help. They provide full-service divorce support, and they can handle divorces of all kinds, all net worths, and with or without children. It's completely online, convenient, and they offer you support all the way through. Their clients get divorced in one-third the time and at one-tenth the typical cost. So go to hellodivorce.com backslash beyond and receive $100 off the cost of their services. And I want you to know, Aaron Levine, who's my friend and the CEO and founder of Hello Divorce, was a guest on episode 197 entitled, Get the FYI on DIY Divorce. So be sure to go check it out. We'll link in the show notes. Coming up on today's episode of the Divorce and Beyond podcast. Nothing in my past prepared me for what happened. So I did I just let go. I let people carry me. I let people love me. I let people like serve me. And I never in my life had ever been as vulnerable and ever been. I was always like the one to take care of other people. So to let people in and carry my daughters and I was like a beautiful thing. And it actually felt good. Hello, and welcome to the Divorce and Beyond podcast. I'm Susan Guthrie, your host. As a top divorce attorney and family law mediator for 30 years, I know what you need to know to get through your divorce, and most importantly, how to move beyond it to thrive and transition to your new future. My experts and I are here to give you the insider view into the process, so listen in for the wisdom and expert information you need on your journey through divorce and beyond. Hello, and welcome to today's podcast. I am Susan Guthrie, your host, and listeners, today we have a very special episode. I'm really delighted to have our friend Jenny Stevens back today. You all remember Jenny. Uh, She joined me for two episodes. Uh, One was about two years ago, and the other was just a little over that. Jenny came on right after the Oxford school shooting, which if you all remember, my niece and nephew actually attended Oxford High School. They had just graduated, you know, with the plethora of school shootings that we have been suffering in our world. Jenny came on in her capacity as a longtime school counselor to help me help you talk to your children about school shootings. And that is an episode that very sadly, we have continued to need to repost over and over again since that happened. But I was, you know, forever grateful to her because she hopped on literally at, at, you know, a moment's notice. And then she came back to help you all manage your single holidays. We called it singing, um, singing single bells because we all know that one of the hard parts of divorce is going through 
times in our lives where we are newly single or alone without our kids, without a companion, without a spouse, without a significant other. And those are both very popular episodes. That was Jenny at her best as a professional, as a, as a mental health professional. She's really my go-to person, one of my go-to people when it comes to questions of mental health. But this episode's a little different, folks. This is Jenny coming on to share with you her personal journey, some aspects of it that I think are really going to resonate with all of you. And she's going to let you into her inner world and share with you from that personal experience how the tsunami of change, I call it, we've been calling it, that has happened in her world recently has actually helped her to come out stronger and better on the other side and even better able to help people as we navigate change. Because the one thing we all know, folks, whatever you're facing today in your life is that change is going to come, change is going to be ha- happen, change is going to be hard. But I know that through change, some of the best things have happened in my life and my life has gotten richer and stronger. And I think she'll say the same. So long intro for you all, but I'm absolutely delighted to have my friend on Jenny Stevens. Thank you so much, Jenny, for joining me. Uh, Susan, you're going to make me tear up. I love being on your podcast. It's a privilege to be here. You know, my listeners love you because you are, you know, you are always able to give them real actionable tips and insights. You're so good at what you do and you so understand the struggles that people are going through that you're really able to break it down. And that's why those episodes have really resonated with people. But this is different. I, you know, we're friends in real life, everyone in IRL, Jenny and I are friends. And I have been through a very small part of her journey with her in the past you know, a couple of years, I've seen the struggles that she's gone through, just the tiny part that she lets out. And today she's letting out a little bit more of that for your benefit. You can hear that one, we're not alone. We all go through struggles that are unimaginable to us before we go through them, perhaps, that we all struggle as we're going through them. And she's going to share with you some of the tips and things that helped her and that can help you, and then how this has actually enriched her life in so many ways. Um, She has a new, exciting direction her life is taking, somewhat because of all of this. So we're going to get into all of that. But Jenny, you've always been drawn to helping people through change. I mean, that is, that's not new. That's not, um, in fact, your, you know, your Instagram was create change consultants, and, and you have a new one now. We'll get into that. You were always about helping people through change. What is it about the fact of change, the the process of change that has drawn you to helping people through it? I think it started from my childhood. I went to nine schools in 12 years and my family and I moved um, about five times before I was 18. And for all any of those, any of your folks that have moved and you're moving in the middle of school year and changing schools and making new friends and moving into new neighborhoods and different cities and states. I was always thrown into being a new kid and a new person. And I always 
I actually didn't have a choice, but to be thrown into a new environment. And so I had two parents that embraced change. My dad always said change is the only constant. And so I had role models that said, you know, you better walk in there with your head, you know, your head held high and smile and shake someone's hand and ask to be their friend. So I learned early on, and it was not always easy, trust me, but I learned early on to walk into new scenarios and experiences with not as much resistance and an open heart. I think yeah. that was the, I think that late, I mean, you know, was definitely the foundation, you know, laid the foundation to change. So made, you know, I went to boarding school, it made boarding school easier, it made college easier. So each each new experience I had already been, I already practiced numerous times because I was a new kid. And I think the other piece is I had three learning, like undiagnosed learning disabilities. So I had to, I was a fighter in school. I had to like really, really work really, really hard to make B's and C's where I came from a family where everybody had high test scores and straight A's. And I felt like kind of like the missing, like not the ugly duckling, but the person that no one really understood. And everybody chalked it up as, oh, it's your personality. You're so social. You'll be fine. But I do truly think that the struggle of me having to work much harder in school than other people gave me also this like, I've got to figure this out. Everyone else looks like they're getting walking, you know, having an easy walk in the park. And um, so I always, I always, I, I truly also think that's combined with moving around and always being the new kid. I had to figure it out. You know, I moved a lot as a kid too. And I remember being that new kid in the lunchroom on the first day in the cafeteria, having to like take your tray and know where to go sit and having to start okay. over again. I think, you know, and then you just said, you know, one of the things was, you had to overcome that resistance. Resistance to change is really normal. So anyone out there who's feeling it is is really, you know, it's something I think we all feel. It's hard. But one of the things that sounds like you learned early on, maybe from your dad, right, saying that is you've you've got to learn how to face it. You've got to learn how to get out there, put out your hand and say, hi, I'm Jenny. Can I sit with you? you know, or, or whatever that is. Yeah. And I think that, you know, like it's a balancing, like I always think of a scale. It wasn't like I ran into every situation. I was like, hello, I'm here and never had to struggle. It's like, what I look, what I reflect on is that it was always more than I was always tipped to like lean in than to be fearful and scared. It doesn't mean I didn't come home and say, oh my God, I didn't make any friends today, or I didn't have anybody to unpack my, uh, my, my lunch tray with, to use your example. It just means that the more of my attitude was you're going to make it, you're going to make new friends, jump in. But I'm glad that you mentioned that. It's not like I'm this, you know, overly optimistic, you know, rosy um, person that says, because I mean, inherently, we are meant to resist change. Like inherently, our ego and our mind tells us that, oh, we're fearful or scared to do that. It takes the opposite effect. It may, It actually takes discipline and awareness to say, I can do this, or I want to lean into change, or I'm going to jump into the pool and have no idea how deep I'm going to fall. You actually have to tell yourself to jump. And I learned really early to jump. And you'll hear, I keep jumping. You are a jumper. I keep jumping. Keep jumping. <laughs> it's almost like you got a built-in pogo stick, I tell you. That's right. So I can see a graphic in my mind right now. I've mentioned this in the intro. You... You haven't been with us on the show for a little while here, and there's there's been a lot of reasons for that. You have had 
some significant life changes that have gone on and they came at you rapid fire. Um, and this is all on top of, you mentioned in some of the prior episodes, you had been through, I think four years ago, your own divorce and, and transition in that way, really in the past year, year and a half. Um, well, I'll let you tell your own story. <laughs> I'll, I'll jump from here. I've been, div- I've been divorced about four years you know, right when you think you have life all, um, you know, tied up in a nice bow with every sort of thing organized and ready to go. It's, um, you know, it's a whole illusion. And my illusion and my sort of life was rearranged really, really dramatically. And um, a tsunami of change ensued beginning in February of 22, when my ex-husband died suddenly which was really, really difficult because we weren't expecting it. He and I have uh, two beautiful daughters together and uh, has split parenting time. So it came as an absolute shock, devastation, and acute loss to not only my daughters, but to myself and my life. And two weeks later, as we were um, celebrating his life, I had a weird mammogram and sort of a suspicious tumor the day of his of his service. And I couldn't believe I was like, no way, no way. But I had a really, really bad feeling that morning when I came out of the mammogram room and they told me that it was suspicious and I would have to come back. And so fast forward three weeks, it was my 49th birthday. And I had felt like I had known it was cancer. My friends and family were like, you're crazy. You're not going to have breast cancer. Matt just died and you're not going to have breast cancer. And I thought I do. I, I just felt it. And so Sure enough, I got the diagnosis at 5 p.m. on March 11th, 20 minutes before I was heading to um, this really sweet um, birthday party that my boyfriend at the uh, my boyfriend had organized. And then, you know, learning that you have breast cancer, the word cancer is absolutely frightening. And when you get a cancer diagnosis, you actually don't know what it is and you don't know what the you don't know anything about it. And it takes weeks, if not months to understand what that means and what sort of the treatment plan looks like. Of course, the call was at five o'clock on Friday. And and I did jump. I jumped. I told my friends right away and I decided to keep the party going and, and go. But when I tell you the third thing that happened, which was significant and all happened within a six month period was three and a half short months later, my mom passed away. And so when I look back at the two losses, major losses um, in my, you know, losing um, my children's father and my ex-husband and then my mother and getting diagnosed with breast cancer, it's like, I almost couldn't even deal with the breast cancer given the losing um, my children's father, because I was left to be their only sole parent and the responsibilities that that ensues is just an extraordinary job that I still to this day, not sure if I'm, um, how, how, how I'm doing it. You know, parenting is a rookie job. There was just so much. And I have a lot to say about how I managed it, how I even dealt with it. But I will say like the foundation of my life as I knew it was completely broken earthquake, tsunami, however you want to call it, but I had to unpack every single part of my life and repack it and look at the way I was going to choose to live on a daily basis. And you learn when you have somebody die so suddenly is that your body goes into fight or flight. And so then when I got cancer, again, it was fight or flight. And then my mom 
being in hospice and dying and the you, you learn you're like fight or flight fight or flight and it takes week months or years to sort of uncover what has happened to you and so you know when we get to talking more i've really learned some in my opinion really important lessons about life at least as it goes for me so that was the crazy tsunami painful really really <laughs> difficult year of 2022. I'm sorry, I'm coming up with what a shitty year. I mean, it was one thing after another, and really from all directions, right? I mean, you had your daughter's father pass away, and they were grieving and you were grieving, as you said, right? But so you're their support. And you have to be strong for them, then your own health and your life, you know, are are brought into focus and challenged and then to lose one of your biggest support systems in your mom and to have that all happen when you say that the underpinnings of your life were torn away i mean i don't think there could be any more you know graphic description of this it's like a whole it had to feel like a whole opening up and and just the world disintegrating under you and i i think for listeners that might be something that in this moment as they're listening, whatever change they're facing, whether it be the divorce, whether it be, you know, some other challenge in their life or change, imagining how that feels in that moment might be something they can really understand in this moment. And and one of the things you just said, Jenny, that I think, you know, you're a professional, you help people deal with change every single day. You get change, change, change. The world is a completely different place day in and day out. Maybe can you can you explain just a little bit like what those early months were like where, you know, as you said, you didn't know what each day was going to be like as you woke up. You know, how did you just put two feet out of bed and get going? I've been thinking a lot, you know, Susan asked me to go on a week or so ago, and I've been thinking about how I wanted to answer a, a question like this. It's almost like, I couldn't think or plan. I'm intense to some degree and I like to control a lot of things and I wanted everything sort of um, a certain way prior to the year of 2022. And I decided just to like let, it sounds so cliche, but I let go and just stepped into the deep, deep, deep pain and grief. And I had to focus on my daughter's um, routines and I had to focus on what they needed. And I didn't have the privilege of dealing with my own grief and pain for a while. Like I held, um, I kept like kept my cancer a secret. I, I, I couldn't fathom telling them that I had breast cancer. And until I understood it for um, longer and got a, a treatment plan, I, I actually held it and didn't tell them until um, about six months later. And so what I decided to do was I, nothing in my past prepared me for what happened. So I did, I just let go. I let people carry me. I let people love me. Um, I let people like serve me and I never in my life had ever been as vulnerable and ever been like, I was always like the one to take care of other people. So to let people in and carry my daughters and I was like a beautiful thing. And it actually felt good <laughs> for anybody who's ever lost somebody really quickly. You, you're like, Oh my God, there's this amazing amount of love out there. I had um, recently fallen in love with a really special person who I'm still with. And 
he showed up in ways that I never knew my family flew in. Susan, you know who our, our, our tribe is that, that that showed up. So I was constantly in, um, in awe of what each day brought. And then I became, to, like I had to live in the present moment. There's something that happens when your life gets rearranged. And if you don't live in the present moment, you really suffer. And I didn't have the, I didn't even know any better. So what I did learn was to live in the present moment. And each day was different. Um, and I learned really quickly to get over myself. Like I just, it, things were no longer petty to me. I didn't care about having the makeup and the hair and the outfits. And I just decided to um, not be petty anymore. And so I learned to, um, I learned to love myself and have compassion for myself in a way that I have never, ever had to. And, and frankly, that is a gift. It's a gift that I hope no one ever has to go through what I had to go through to give yourself compassion. But I learned a deep understanding for who I am and what I needed. And at the end of the day, I found that I needed a deep connection to people who love me and who I love. And I did some audits with relationships and friendships. And I decided to be, you know, do quality over quantity. And then I really, really learned to bring joy into my life because how the hell, Susan, do you offset that kind of year without joy and music and friends and just even like my daily habits? I had to work a hell of a lot on my mindset and my daily self-care routine because you can't drink from an empty well. And when you're a mom of two young girls, you don't have a choice or at least I chose not to do it differently. I chose to put their needs before mine, other than the stuff that I really needed on a daily basis, given it was just such a hard thing. Are you thinking about divorce, struggling in the middle of it, or unhappy with life after? Do you ever find yourself feeling angry, overwhelmed, confused, lonely, or sad? Well, that's completely normal, but there's good news. You are not alone. I've been there and help is available. I'm Beverly Price, host of the Her Empowered Divorce Podcast. And with my 30 plus years of divorce coaching experience, I help women navigate divorce and build more fulfilling lives after. Every week on my podcast, I feature industry-leading guests who share their experience and provide actionable tips. I offer valuable insights and empowering strategies that will help you regain your confidence and create the life you deserve, just like I did in my divorce. So join me every Wednesday morning as we release a new episode of the Her Empowered Divorce podcast at HerEmpoweredDivorce.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. And on Mondays, listen to Susan Guthrie on the Divorce and Beyond podcast. Together, we bring you guidance and information from the legal to financial to emotional to parenting. It helps you gain even more knowledge than from just my podcast alone. Empower yourself by subscribing today to both the Her Empowered Divorce and the Divorce and Beyond podcasts. Stand tall. Remember, information is power, so never miss an episode. Stay tuned for more from our champion of change, Jenny Stevens, as she shares more from her devastatingly difficult year, how she weathered those changes and came out on the other side stronger, happier, and ready to help you navigate your life as it goes in new directions. I mean, divorce is, is a pain. It's, it's a painful experience in every single sense of the word. 
that how can you offset the pain and sadness? Life is hard and life can also be joyous and happy. And how do you serve yourself and how do you find joy? You know, I die to live, I don't live to die. And I every single day say like, how can I die to live? And is it a hell yeah or a hell no? If you are enjoying this episode, be sure to check out last week's show featuring leading family law attorney, Anthony Diaz, as he takes you inside a consultation and shares everything you need to know about your process options when facing divorce. This is one of the most important and impactful decisions you will make in this process. So listen in so you can make the best choice for you and your family. And I I think it's really important for people to know that other than litigation, there are many ways to resolve their case, even though the only experiences they may have heard of is going to court, you know, having the, the War of the Roses type experience. And now we return to today's show. I remember very, very distinctly if we were on a call or, or I think it was a Zoom call with friends and we were we were talking and and at one point you just like came out with it and said, look, I need from you guys. I need, this is what I need. And you were very specific about what you needed. I'm having surgery. I need someone to come over and spend time with me, bring me some food. And I remember so much power in that moment, at least for me, I'll tell you on the recipient side of, it felt like a gift to me that you were sharing that with me, what you needed. And it felt like a huge gift that I had the ability to do something for you. Because, and so I want to say that to everyone who's out there just to share that little moment because you're saying that. And I'm just remembering, like, you feel when you're, when you're someone you love is, is suffering and going through all of this and you see this, but, but they are struggling and, or unable to ask for help. You don't know what to do to help them. You just don't and you want to. And it was so, so powerful in that moment. And I I think honestly, like things shifted in our friendship in that moment. I feel like I know you better. I feel like you know me better after that, right? You know, there was a gift in that to all of us, but it came from your vulnerability of just, you just popped right out with it. I know you remember it. I will never forget that. And I was like, felt so vulnerable after I, you know, there were three of our other friends on the phone and then they each, you guys each picked a date. Um, for those of you who don't know me, I, I don't cook and cooking stresses me out. And I had to always have food on the table for the girls and I. And so when you guys said, oh, I'll come this date and they organized these dates, I was so overwhelmed with gratitude and it did feel really good. And even like up until the moment you showed up and it's like this moment of you when you're sick and when you get a diagnosis and you feel so rearranged there is a gift to having somebody reach out their hand figuratively and giving it to you and having somebody take care of you because I've never, I was always the opposite. I was always the doer and I was always the caretaker. And so when I say I'm like, I'm different and I'll never be the same. And I had a difficult time saying that as I was recovering from um, breast cancer, because your body had to, I did a double mastectomy. And when you lose your um, parts of your body and when you're recovering from reconstruction, there are a lot of things that, doctors don't tell you, like I say, it's 7,000 things that they don't tell you. And I've accepted that parts of me are different and I will never be the same. And it's actually a 
better, different. It's not that I'm stronger. I, you know, I am, I didn't need to actually be stronger prior to the year of 2022, but I'm different. I'm better, different or different, better because of some of the things I just told you. And to that end, I'm, I'm like, I'm not grateful it all happened, but maybe I am grateful because the, there's these, these the glimmers of these ways that I live my life that are really different. You know, I found joy and love in a deeper way than I've ever found it. The girls and I found this really great suburb west of Chicago, and we love it. I found this really old house that you can't believe how old it is that I learned to like love. I've met the man of my dreams. And during all of these things, there's like the tsunami of chaos and sadness. There are these glimmers of, um, you know, meeting my partner and this home and this suburb have just offset some of that extreme pain. And I, and I say for your listeners who are going through pain and I mean, divorce is, is a pain. It's, it's a painful experience in every single sense of the word that how can you offset the pain and sadness? Life is hard and life can also be joyous and happy. And how do you serve yourself and how do you find joy? Because I will tell you, I, you know, I die to live. I don't live to die. And I, every single day say like, how can I die to live? And is it a hell yeah or a hell no? Because so much of our life, we live in our heads are like, can I do this? Can I not? And even taking the risk to tell you my story today, it was different than other podcasts I've been on to say, to be this vulnerable, but to share my story, because I think stories heal, they heal us because we're not alone. I can't be the only person that's gone through a divorce and then gotten an illness, whether it's breast cancer or something else, and then lost a parent. Life is meant to be with other people. Life is meant to be, we're not supposed to walk alone. Well, and as you said, significant, there were these major tsunami changes, the life changes, the deaths, the the illness. You had others you just mentioned, if you all didn't catch that, Jenny like sold her house in Chicago and moved out to a beautiful suburb through all the middle of this. And, 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 and left a 20-year career and got started at my own company. I forgot to say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, that uh, her, her, one of her, her dog died. She then got a new puppy that she's dealing with. There's, this has not been just, you know, when we say a tsunami of change, but I think, you know, sort of part of the message I'm hearing is, you know, that some of the changes were so deep within you that they've completely altered how you walk through this world. A hundred percent. And, and there's a grief to that. So imagine, so I had this one persona and this one person before the age of 49 and it was like, I'm a divorcing mom and you know, I share custody and oh my gosh, and this, and I was at this. And then you go through this and it's like, I am different. And I used to have a difficult time saying, I think you might've, I think it was you might've said that you, you don't have to be the same. And to accept that I actually am different and I will never be the same is an okay statement. But the grief that goes along with it of like my old sense of, you know, kind of corny, but like my old self has been shedded and there's this new, you know, person or this new, there's, and I, it is, and I am new and I am different and it's, I'm better different. I can't do the petty stuff anymore. And I have a, I think I like less people. And I think that one, like, I like less people and, and yeah. And then that's hard for me to say. And I like less things because I care again deeply for who I, I care about who I spend time with and I care about how I spend it. And I'm super, super intentional about 
those two things. If I'm what I'm doing and why am I doing it? To that degree, I'm happy. I'm happier. I'm happier and more fulfilled. And I feel more like I've never lived such an authentic life. So I don't wish that this any, I don't want anyone to have that tsunami, but maybe I was set up to be this person, this champion of change my whole life because I was groomed for it growing up in the family that I grew up in. But I, I will say, I'd like to claim I, I'd like not to go through other more significant changes other than mine are really good ones. Enough. You're done. You're done. Yeah. yeah. Like let, let's put a stopper to that. And, um, and, and so far so good. 2023 has been um, a good year and um, I'm on the other side with breast cancer and, and, and whatnot and cancer free. And I do, I have another way to live. I have another platform to experience life. Yeah, the Jenny that I know on this side is a, is a different, you know, I know I know this Jenny. I maybe didn't know the other Jenny as much, right? There's just a different, you're a different person in this world. Change does that to us. Little changes, big changes. Your change and the changes to you have led you to even be more dedicated, I think, to helping others through change. You know, you you and I were having one of our conversations and I shared with you something that was really bothering me about my life that I was really like, it's easy because I hide behind a Zoom screen with everything and I'm a voice on a podcast. But during COVID, as I told you, I had gained like 30 pounds and had never weighed, you know, that much in my life. And it had really taken over like this aspect of my life. And you sat down with me on that day and started work with working with me. And it wasn't like putting me on a diet or telling me how to work out. By the way, Jenny is also one of the fittest people I know. She is a former fitness trainer and health professional. Um, she used to help Oprah work out and, and Michael Jordan. And like, you know, she's, she's also that person, but that's not what she did. She, she worked with me to work on my mindset and work on myself and change with change within. And I'm happy to say I've, I've lost those 30 pounds and I feel better and healthier. And that's your, you know, your new passion or a, a renewed passion for you in a new direction is to help people. Absolutely. Focus on change. And, and for your listeners, that was the same day that she brought me really nice food and spent three hours with me, which was so, um, which was so nourishing. But I did notice this blockage of Susan, and I was like, "Get over it, and let's create a different story." She was so attached to this this COVID weight, as I called it, and she used to wear black all the time. I said, "If you ever wear the black thing, I'm going to bop you on the head and get over yourself." And if you want to lose the weight and look different, you can just tell yourself a different story. So we worked together on mindset, creating a different picture. A picture is only as dark as you paint it. And I've only known Susan for like two or three years. So it was pretty bold of me to tell her to get over herself and to change her mindset. Like I'm sick of listening to you. And I'm get sick over it. I'm sick of wearing black. And for those of you who watch her, she's not wearing black. And I love to take credit for that. But yeah, but you're like many people and, and me too. We know we have an imposter syndrome. We think that we can't do something. We think we can't take a new job, leave a marriage. We can't move to a different place, create a new opportunity. We really, if we let our egos tell us that story, life is really, really has a lot of limits on it. I love to debunk that myth that somebody like you or somebody else can't do something because I call complete BS on that. And that's what, as you always say, that's my secret sauce. That's what lights me up is 
people can do it. They just sometimes need a handhold or maybe some accountability or some creative ideas to think of it slightly differently, right? If we all begin, as, you know, begin with a beginner's mindset, we're open to a new way to live, a new way to think, a new way to think about our weight, a new way to think about our company, a new way to think about our relationship, whatever it might be, a new way to think about my body. Like, oh my God, after double sex, you're just as a whole different thing over here. And it's like, okay, you got to lean in. Did, I, I mean, I fought it for a long time, but you got to lean in and say, this is what I want. And this is what I'm looking for. So I love helping people go there, like jump off the damn diving board, people. Yeah, this is not your kinder, gentler coaching, everyone. She did tell me to get over myself. (laughs) But like it's the jumping, you know, maybe it's the pogo stick. It's fun if people look at it as fun. It's not always easy, but it's it's fun to make changes because what I will tell you, life is short. And like nothing is promised, you know, and on a dime. And you, everyone who's listening knows that. Everyone who's listening has gone through something where they woke up one day and they get the phone call or they read an email or they get a text and you're like, hashtag WTF, like, wait, what? And you have to get, take a deep breath. We've all, this happens all the time. And what are we going to do when that stuff happens? Are we going to let it get us down and become a victim mentality? I sure as heck said to myself, this cannot destroy me and my daughters. I have, I have to, I have to be okay with guiding them in a different direction and and being there, you know, sort of like their strength. Well, and you were and just, you know, imagine, you know, on the the receiving end, you're sitting there with your friend who has just gone through this tsunami of change. And she's like, you can't lose 30 pounds. Get over yourself. (laughs) You know, trust me, everyone. And I just, you know, we're making that sound simple, but I can tell you there was, there was power in Jenny's assertion to me Mm -hmm. that I was causing my own misery, that I was my mindset. Now, maybe I'm not phrasing that properly, but I am. You're exactly right. Yeah, I I was doing it to myself. And then the power came from not from I'm doing this to myself, but from, well, if I am, I can change it. And that honestly, that conversation we had that day started the change. It started the whole process. And you know, and, and it's carried now over into other areas of my life, because if I can change that, what else can I change? I mean, if you don't remember, I we were across the island in my, in my kitchen and I said, Susan, I guarantee if you want to lose 20 pounds, you can. I said, I guarantee it. Because what you're referring to is I knew you could and I saw it on the, on the other side. And sometimes we just need that other person just to believe in us, you know, a little bit more than we believe in ourselves. And when we stop when we accept that we can be our own worst critic and is just a critic, the opposite of a, crit- a critic is a champion. Okay. So how can we be our own champion? And it's sometimes as easy as just turning the dial on the TV, changing the channel. And your channel was pretty committed to wearing black and staying in the COVID weight, which many people gained weight during COVID and we all wanted to get it off and everyone overthinks things. And it's not complicated. It's complicated, but it also can be simplified if we are willing to challenge ourselves to take a leap of faith or a step forward. And sometimes it's just these little, little, little baby steps, right? We were talking before the taping. Susan said to me, you know, I feel like that song changes should, should now go on in the, in the background, that song changes. And you said, 
we all want to have change. We want to have it so quickly and so fast. And sometimes changes just are slower than others. And some changes are really fast and rapid fire, but any amount of change is good. And it can be at whatever pace you want because each of each of us are our own bosses. Yeah. You know, I love the critic to champion. That's why I call you the champion of change. Right. And, and, you know, you really, are a champion in so many different ways. You all have just listened to this episode. You've heard what, you know, Jenny has gone through in the past few years and and come out on the other side and, you know, really is is rededicating and renewing her her passion in life, what lights her up to helping people through change. And so I want to make sure that we do tell people because you're going to be working now with people specifically in this sort of this sweet spot of helping them go from critic to champion in their own lives. Um, so tell us more about that and and your new, you know, the new Jen- Jenny um, uh, as you're I, coming out on the other side. I'm, uh, you know, an almost retired therapist. I still have ca- a few cases. Having gone through that year, I've really been able to reflect on what lights me up and where I think I can make the most impact and make the most difference. And that is helping individuals go through significant changes and create change positively. My other brand is Jenny Stevens Coach. And so I'm lucky and privileged enough to be able to coach people for, you know, three, six months or one year to help them really move things um, in the way that they want to move things. And it could be anything from, it could be a divorce or it could be a version of your mindset. It could be a relationship. It could be absolutely anything. But a lot of people just kind of wake up and it's like, you're like 40 or 15, you're like, meh. Like, is this all there is? And so, and I love helping people who like wake up and they're like, oh my God, meh, my life is meh. How can it be better? So that's what I love doing. And I'm doing it. And you're help- you are doing it already. You're about to launch the new website. Um, you have a whole brand new Instagram um, feed that's going to be starting up. We're going to be doing a lot more chats with Jenny as we go into this. Tell people how to get in touch with you, how they can find out more, you know, really just, you know, how can they connect with you? Because I think you're going to find that a lot of people want a little of that secret sauce that we were uh, just talking about. Instagram is Jenny Stevens Coach. And then my email is Jenny at JennyStevensCoach.com. Yeah. And the website, the brand new website will be JennyStevensCoach.com, right? That's right. We're doing a trifecta. Keeping it easy, folks. It's super easy. So I, I, I want to tell you how much it means to me personally that you would share, you would choose my show and that you would come here and trust me and my listeners to, to honor your journey and to share it with us all. I know it wasn't easy. I know this was something that is a very difficult thing to take yourself back to that time um, and to share some deeply personal experiences for solely for the purpose of helping others, which is, you know, so much a part of who you are. And I, I want you to know how honored I am that you you, ch- you came here to do that with us today. Um, and I want to thank you personally for helping me because your journey um, and, and our path together through it in some ways, your journey, my journey, how they've converged, um, very different things, but you know, it's, it's been a very meaningful and and important part of my life and has ever forever changed me as well. Um, and I know it will do the same for my listeners. So thank you. 
Uh, thank you. There are no accents. We were meant to be friends and you've been not only a I'll use the word champion of my work, but giving me an opportunity to, um, you've been a great business coach to me and you've had me think about things in a different way. And so I always love coming on your podcast and thank you. Mutual love fest, everyone. But I think you can see why um, I love Jenny so much. So tune in again. We're going to actually follow up this show. We'll do some Instagram lives. So go ahead and send in your questions um, for Jenny. I'll ask those for you. And we have a little story we're going to tell you. I'm not going to tell, we're not going to share it here, but we had gone over to another one of our friends, one of our friends, you know, Beth uh, McCormick, and we'll share a little story of something that happened at Beth's that'll let you know just how much I owe, you know, I always tell you guys the universe provides the universe provides, we're going to tell you a fun story. So, um, tune in later. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Thank, thank you, Jenny. Thank you, Susan. Thank you for joining me today on the divorce and beyond podcast. I hope you found some information and inspiration to help you on this journey. Please join me every Monday at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for a new episode. And if you like the show, please take the time to subscribe and leave me a five-star review on iTunes. You can also find more information on the website at divorceandbeyondpod.com where you'll find links to the YouTube channel, transcripts of the episodes, and other bonus content. So I'll see you next week to help you move through your divorce and beyond.